Well, welcome to Carpool Q&A with Empower to Connect, where we give you uh, something to get you from point A to point B. And so if you have listened to our podcast for any period of time, you know that um, our feed that drops on Tuesdays usually has long form interviews um, and deeper dive discussions. And so we wanted to get uh, quick hitting conversations about topics that we get asked about all the time, or honestly, that we have questions about ourselves. And so each week, uh, Becca or Tana or myself will bring a question to the rest of the group that the others have not prepared for ahead of time. And we will just talk yeah. about it um, offhand. And so uh, Tana Ottinger, Senior Program Director for Empower to Connect, and Becca McKay, Program Director of the Empower to Connect Institute, are here with me. And I'm JD Wilson, and I'm your host. And so why don't we uh, jump into our topic today. Tana, you want you start us off. Okay. So excited to be doing this. So let's, let's just jump right in. Uh, my question is how do you handle, manage, support the, um, shall we say like meltdowns that happen around homework oh, God. in the after school? Because I don't know about y'all, but homework's amping up at my house and we get this question all the time. So Let's talk about homework. I mean, the easiest answer that I would have to that question is let's not talk about homework. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because it's terrible. Oh, oh probably, yeah. probably not get your best noise canceling headphones and just uh, pretend like you don't see it. That's probably not where we're going, right, Tom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll well, just say, you guys, at the end of last school year, I was like done. I was yeah. so done. I really like, I don't think I was like emotionally well because of homework. It just was like, I feel like it was like sucking the life yeah. out of me and our family. Yeah. Like it's, it can, it can just be a thing, right? It can, it can be a thing. Well, the heart, I mean, for me, I feel like one of the most difficult parts to balance of it is that, so we have four kids, Tony, y'all have six, you have two, three still in Only school. Only oh, two, two, only yeah. two little, little loves doing homework this year. So, Thank goodness. <laughs> check, check, so, check, check, check. That's what I'm I saying. Are, and we range from <laughs> kindergarten to eighth grade. So yeah. it's, it's a, uh, it's not necessarily just the homework for me personally. It is homework stacked on dance, baseball, cross country track, you know, like all, all the yeah. basketball, all the other activities and so when we get, when like with each different kid, there's a different rhythm, right? So each, you know, we have one kid that's got stuff going from 4.30, 6.30 every day after school. And so like that, that child is not even sniffing homework until they are dead exhausted and tired from mm -hmm. physical activity for two and a half hours after school. So yeah. that's its own challenge. And I think if we just had to go to school, do homework, and then just whatever, like watch the office as a family and go to bed. I don't like that would not be a big deal to me, but it's, it's the adding it into the mix where every kid's got a different load of work, a different type of work. We're in algebra territory, which means that I'm out of my range in math now. <laughs> and so like, there's a, there's a difficulty in the, the individual, like, uh, what's the word I'm trying to figure out? Con um, like everything has to be customized, like for yeah. each because not, there's not a system that works for everyone because not everyone's even at, at the house at the same time. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is like, 
I've heard from so many people, the homework takes 10 minutes if they would just do it. But just the like, you're saying the exhaustion level, just the resistance that you get when you even just present, um, you know, I've got friends who have littles that are like, you're saying kindergarten, like they're just starting to do homework. And it might be something little like trace your name or trace these, uh, these little shapes. Or as you get older, it might be your pre-algebra homework. And it might, you might get into your geometry and having to do proofs and all that. But it's also like, how do you create an environment where they're calm enough, where they're motivated enough to just kind of muscle through it after they've used so much of their energy at school during the transition home? Um, So I think that's one of the big questions is just like, how do you bridge that gap? And I don't think like you're saying, JD, that there's one answer. I think it depends on the family, depends on the kid. Um, But I'm curious obviously like it it is not easy, but y'all have done it with 10 kids collectively. So what are some of the things that have worked? It's funny, JD, because you're like, it would be easy if we just sort of did homework and that was it, which is kind Mm -hmm. of our family dynamic. Like we, our kids don't have a lot of after-school stuff out of their own personal choice this year. Yeah, And one of those is because one of our kids like hyper fixates on academics. So like opted out of some athletics so that they could have ample time to be relaxed and let's say overstudy out of their own personal (laughs) desire to like, so I, I like what you're saying, Becca, because it really is so incredibly different for different kids. I mean, some kiddos can do homework independently and they're self-motivated, Some deeply struggle and need you to sit like present and consistent with them hand in hand. And so, I mean, I hate to be a broken, you know, empowered to connect record here, but I think where I'm going to have to land on this one is know your kid and be curious. Like, hello, here we are back to sort of the basics again, but like really and truly know your kiddo and be curious and then set up set them up for success because you're right, JD homework is happening in the middle of evening, which also includes, I hope at some point they'll eat something. And then I hope at some point they'll take a shower. Like I hope those things are happening and bedtime, you know, is happening at a reasonable hour. So I just feel like my intensity goes up because what happens to me when it's time to pick kids up from school as I'm I feel the like anxiety of the evening and like how it might go creeping into me as well. Like I am sort of bracing for impact is how I feel. So and it's not always horrible. I'm just saying, right. It's the mindset I shift into and how to set them up for success, whether that's food in the car, mm-hmm. like right. they hop in the car and there's food, there's a cold bottle of water. I mean, what can we do? What can we do? to, to get food in them as quick as possible and start the schedule for the evening. And we, we run a fairly scheduled evening. And like I said, they've opted out, which makes me sad, but that's just kind of where they are right now as they know one of them knows they need a lot of my help and the other knows they want to, you know, study a lot, yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot, Can't you know, a lot, a lot, a lot. I cannot relate to that desire. I wish I'd had more of that when I was, I think, you know, for us, yes, that's, that's the answer. Like, unfortunately, or not, unfortunately, I mean, I think the the beauty of it is that um, it, it does allow you to connect more with each of your kids. Now I am saying that, and probably if you asked our kids, they would say, 
yeah, homework are some of the worst nights of our whole entire lives because yeah. we have we have had, and I'm sure most of you listening have also had some epic homework meltdowns over the years because those stages change too. So what might've been easy for one kid in one phase of life or or with one specific teacher, they were really connected with that. They just kind of understood what to do and got, got on it. Or maybe that teacher helped them to feel zero pressure. So they just like burned through it, trying their best, but they weren't worried about failure or um, you have kids that that care at different levels at different times. Right. um, But they each have individual needs. And so I think that, you know, and I'll say like, we all, we always talk and, and uh, we do see it in the iTunes re- or the uh, Apple podcast reviews that like people are like, oh, they're just like us. They're normal people, which sometimes can be hurtful. How normal you think we are? <laughs> like, totally. They totally. fail all the time. Just like, <laughs> that's right. That's right. But do but, they have anything figured out? I don't know about that. In, the, in that, <laughs> yeah. that story of just like, you know, to, to keep it real, like it probably wasn't until like late March, early April of last year that we, that I felt like we got to a solution with everybody. Like we kind of had a lot of them figured out this year. And I say kindergarten to eighth grade earlier. I mean, it, I mean, this it's first grade to eighth grade. That's how early in the school year it is. I don't even know what grade okay. are in yeah. school. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, it took us probably till April to get to a solution last year. And, and it, it came at the suggestion of a friend of ours who, that does happen to be a therapeutic professional who was like, have you thought about just, you know, doing the, and, and when we made, made that suggestion, it was like, Oh yeah, we, we're basically like loading pressure up on all the parties involved all the time. And then we're feeling shame and failure. They're feeling shame and failure. If something slips through the cracks. And so instead it was like, let's set up a routine. Let's frame it as, Hey, look, we're going to just make sure that this is a time where we're setting up good habits and we're going to do those habits together to just help get you going. And yeah. It's not no drama to it. No, not, I mean, it's just yeah. hey, get your dinner, set the table, and then we're just going to do it. We're going to sit there together. And a lot of nights, if I had other work to work on, I just, I just crack the computer open too. And I just work yeah. right alongside that kid or scroll Twitter or whatever, you know, watch football highlights or something. But I think all that to say, this is not something that just, comes easy where you sit down for five minutes and you're like, oh, got it, figured out. And it, yeah. and it might change shapes throughout the course of, of the school year, even um, throughout different seasons where there's other stuff going on, or there might be school presentations or programs going on that your kid has a speaking line in or whatever. So yeah. all, all that said, the, the detective work you've got to do as a parent is just, has our kid best thrive and, and succeed? And, and how can we help them to build some habits um, out of that, you know, Oh, I was going to say cohabitation because it's cohabit making. <laughs> cohabit making. That's right. Make, mo- make habits together. I was Connected. thinking co-regulation, but yeah. Totally, like totally. The, the habit of doing those things together eventually yeah. hopefully allows you to like take your hand off the bike seat and let them pedal by themselves, right? Like um, yep. that would be the hope at least. And so I don't know. Well, I've, I've got mean, so I've, many different things popping off in my head. And one of them is, the way that you approach homework is going to impact your kid. So think about in the last, you know, three, four weeks, however long you've been in school, has it been like the, you better do your, has it been like kind of that fierceness to your tone? Like, is that the approach that you're taking to homework? Cause you're just so frustrated. The other temptation for adults is just to jump in and do it for them because it's faster. It's always faster to do for your kids than to let them 
pedal the bike, wobble a little bit, find their way forward. And so building enough time in for those things. The other thing is just be willing to try different things. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, my, uh, one of somebody that I know was, was having a lot of sibling conflict as soon as they walked in the door and they figured out if I let this kid, this specific kid go take a shower right after school, be by themselves, have that sensory experience before I make them do anything that actually the kid really enjoys that they come out feeling better. They're a little more ready to talk about their day. They're not feeling so amped. So that's been helpful for some, for others. It's like, what's the order? Like, are you trying to get them from like playing on the trampoline to like sit down and do your math? Or like you're saying, JD, is it like, we're already sitting at the table doing dinner. Now we just pull out the homework when we're already seated. So I do think there's like, if you can be creative about the order of events and like how you're presenting it. And if you can try to see what the need is, like, does your kid need some fun when they first see you? Do they need some calm? Do they need some structure? Like, kind of figuring it out. And if, as they get older, you can ask them that question. Hey, we've got to do homework. Um, this week, I want you to tell me, let's try it this way, this way, and this way. And let's see which one feels the best to us. Let me know, like just being, being kind of with them in that. I don't know. Those are some of the things when you guys are talking that are popping in my head. Yeah, I agree. And I think even knowing that you might have one family, but you have different kids. Yeah. So letting them sort of negotiate those needs and respond, like if it were up to me, if my personality had, had, if I, if I was meeting Tana's needs, yeah, I would see my kids and we would go play and we would do like, we would do all the fun yeah. and then we would like knock homework out real quick later. Like, that's what I would love to do, yeah. but that actually is not what one of my kids needs because until homework's done, they can't relax. Like, yeah. They can't exhale until they've completed their work and then they have hours of rest ahead. I would want to procrastinate the work and play for a bit, you know, or whatever. So I think it really is about maybe even changing your own personal preference. And then something else that was popping in my head when I just think about meltdown, if we're thinking about kiddos who it's not just about how to do it, but it's like a kid that gets to homework and there's a meltdown. So one of our sort of questions for consideration is, is this just hard in the moment or is this a skill that there's a deficit and they need some additional support? So if you're hitting homework and there's a meltdown, I would step back and say, I wonder if they could have used a really yummy meal and a snack and some water or physical activity first. And then this is something they can do. They're just struggling in the moment to do it. Or is this something that is outside of their academic capacity and they need like actual academic support? So think about what, what's happening and why is that meltdown? And then you can, then you can be creative around the support structures. So, um, you know, it's an easy question, like how to handle a meltdown. There's just one quick solution. There's an easy, okay, we solved that problem. Do it for them. <laughs> do, do it for them. Take away. Especially when, they're, especially when they're little. Like first grade homework. That's important. right. That's right. And maybe <laughs> even the science project. No, I'm, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. And yet, connection is word? the goal. Connection is yeah. the goal. Mm-hmm. Are they, and they might be in protection mode. So if they're in protection mode or stress or frustration or meltdown, how do you move them through that? to support them and, and keep connection as the goal. 
Yeah, just don't give up. Like if it if your if your first you know attempts at it are just bombing, that's fine. Just don't give up. Just just keep keep trying different doors to figure out the right one and don't put that pressure on yourself that you got to figure it out in X number of tries. Like y'all are just working together as a team to get it figured out, you know? So, uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well guys, thanks. Thanks.